0: Everyone, welcome back to another Edo Catch-Up. I am Josh, and with me as always is... Will! Will, he is here. Um, he's been on Good Game a whole bunch more times now, which is freaking awesome. Uh, it's all real. Will's Will's getting, getting big. He's a big boy now. That's <laughs> um, a weird uh, way to put it, but sure. <laughs> and one of my awesome segues, someone that isn't a big boy now, is Captain Marvel, who is a sure. big girl yeah, now. Yeah. Thank you. That was great. <laughs> that was um, incredible. Yeah, we're going to we're gonna chat about that today. This is an awful introduction. It's not great. Let's get into it.
1: Let's go spoiler-free for like two minutes, and then we're diving headfirst uh, into it. Um, we're not Indeed. recapping spoil- uh, the, the play- film, because if you haven't seen the film, we're going to be spoiler-free about it, and if you have seen the film, you know the plot. Uh, yeah. What did you think, Josh?
0: I really enjoyed it. It was really fun. She's super cool um, the entire time, like just super level headed and just relaxed I guess she's a warrior um, she's mm-hmm. been trained as a as a military person so she just is naturally very level headed and very relaxed in the midst of uh of craziness mm. um but yeah i I love this I loved the humor um I just I think I just loved how relaxed everything felt yeah the whole time um yeah the the humor in it was very relaxed yeah. I I very much enjoyed it,
1: uh, as I've said, a thousand times. How about you, Will? A couple of times. I think it was far better than the trailers let it catch on. Mm -hmm. Um, The trailers had no personality, no tone, had no idea what the film was trying to accomplish, and I think, in the end, it it did a very good job. It ended up having a good tone and a good personality. I think, in terms of pacing... It was a little bit off at times in, in in the fact that I was able to go to the toilet and miss literally no information. Um, mm. uh, and, but yes, the humour was so good, um, and I think overall, I think your the relaxed tone that you're getting is that it really felt like a phase one film. It felt like a film that wasn't rely on, re- relying on anything, but at the same time is setting up countless things. Um, yeah. Which I think is the only yeah. way forward for the Marvel films post Endgame. It's to go back to that Phase One tone of here's like a bunch of puzzle pieces, but you know they're not too important. Let's have fun in this sandbox over here. So yeah, I agree. I like that this film was a little bit more of a step back, um, and in a weird way, it, it kind of matches the kind of quality and, and energeticness of an Ant Man and the Wasp film, where it's yeah. like it's just just have fun. Don't think about anything too much.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And there are—it is—it is very standalone. It's a yes. super standalone film, but there are some nods to the MCU. Yeah. Um, so we'll get into those a little bit more uh, in the spoiler section. But if you haven't seen many of these MCU movies, um, you can absolutely 100% dive into this film um, yeah. and understand all of it. Uh, I'm taking my be... mum and
1: dad there tomorrow cuz yeah. and they haven't seen much and at first i was like oh, maybe not but then i just thought about it and it's cuz it is set in a time period where things are still you know taking their place and if you don't know elements of of the larger MCU it actually becomes more of an origin story for you to then be intrigued by the extended universe that that now exists
0: yeah that's very true and with the setting being in the 90s um a majority of people that are probably going to go see this can have true, a very yeah. good laugh at a whole bunch of the jokes about '90s technology. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's fantastic.
1: I loved it. Yeah, I, I, there's one that I very much want to speak about in about 30 seconds. Um, yes. Have you got anything else? Well, afraid that you want to give the peeps. I uh,
0: nothing in particular. Just just go see it. It's yeah. Brie, Brie Larson is fantastic. Um, yes. she's just so relaxed. There's there's parts where people are like. People that are fighting her are like, "Oh, like, I'm gonna like do this to you," and she's like,
1: "No, okay.
0: yeah." She's, yeah. <laughs> she just she literally just says in a very relaxed tone, "Okay," and then she just yeah. continues on <laughs> and then fights like a total badass.
1: Yeah, um, it's the uh, Captain Marvel I was hoping to see. That's yeah, she's great. just she's so cool, so
0: chill, and look, Wonder Woman and this, like, they almost go hand in hand because Wonder Woman is very relaxed because she's also trained as a warrior. Yes, she's she's not uh adverse to just jumping into the the heat of battle um and, and getting into it ahead of mm-hmm. anyone else and just being the, the front person there. Yes. Um both of them um. were just very cool, very relaxed.
1: Go see Captain Marvel. It's it's Go see it. it's a good one. And if you're a person that has seen it, welcome. Let's talk about the spoilers. Go away if you haven't seen it, because we're gonna dive like uh, the first thing I want to say was mm. spoil something that's very good in the movie. Yes. So Alright, you're gone. Uh, they open with a Stan Lee Marvel Studios crawl. Oh man, I am just waiting oh my for gosh. people at
0: work to go see I know. this film
1: for that. My god. I'd start, it was one of those things where, like, the first three, I was like, oh, that's cute. And then I was like, oh, wait. Yeah. Oh,
0: wow. <laughs> yeah, the entire thing, the entire intro is just Stan Lee. That's all it yep. is. And then it finishes with, thank you, Stan.
1: Yeah. Oh, oh, man. Oh,
0: man. The, the reaction in the cinema yep. was just, like, people just going, oh. Like, well,
1: <laughs> as soon mm. as I clocked on, I slapped my hands very loudly and started the applause that rolled through the whole thing. <laughs> I was very happy with myself. Nice. Um, yeah, no, there was a, an eruption of, of applause and stuff for that, which was oh, very cool.
0: It was It was beautiful. And he also does make an appearance in this film. Yes.
1: Let's jump to that. Yeah. Um, it's the it's the scene we've all seen where she's on the train and she's looking at some old people. And of course, one of the old people is Stanley uttering, uh, what is it? Something like True Believers? Can you remember?
0: Uh, I can't remember. I didn't I didn't hear him. I heard him muttering, but I couldn't make out what he was doing. So he was, he, he was, he was saying
1: reading the book. one line over and over again. He was reading the Mallrats script, which is the one of his first ever cameos in a film. Right. So that's what he was rehearsing. <laughs>
0: Ah, uh, that's so cool. Yeah. and, and Oh my gosh. Great,
1: and that's a uh, Kevin Smith film, and Kevin Smith just tweeted a photo after seeing the film of his eyes crying, and he's like, because they didn't ask him about that, and yeah. so when it happened, he was like, oh my god, Um and he put up a thing saying, thank you to Marvel and thank you to Stan and everything, and and yeah, incredible, like, double, it's kind of like a cameo origin scene.
0: That's gorgeous. Oh my yeah. gosh, I didn't know about that, that makes it so much more powerful.
1: yeah. Jeez. And one of his, like, off the back... I guess he, he they have confirmed he'll be in, uh, at the very least, Endgame, but...
0: Yeah. 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 And uh, in in that, this... The amount that he was in it, mm. like, it was very, very short. All it was was him, like, lowering a book, and you just see his face, and then he smiles. Mm-hmm. And then her smile yeah. back. Yeah. It was so sweet. It was yeah. the sweetest little, like, appreciation of him. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Just that... The two seconds were so powerful.
1: Yeah, um, this in Spider Verse, I think, are now my favorite cameos of his. Yes, there is just something. I mean, obviously, there are very emotionally charged scenes mm. now, but there is something so subtle and, and simple to them, and yeah. they're both and they both got humour in them, which is the which is basically what he crafted for the Marvel Universe. Very that much so, emotions, but there is always there is always something to laugh about. Yeah, and the amount that he was in it, like they could easily.
0: Out of the uncanny valley, have him. Yeah, like in doing this, more of they, those. It's because it's so small. It's so small and yeah. so short. They could CGI him into just a quick little thing like that.
1: Mm. Um, it will be interesting seeing going forward what they're going to do. Yeah, yeah. Um,
0: and and speaking of of CGI and doing that sort of thing, the de aging technology on freaking Samuel L. Jackson in this film. Oh. It's insane. You would, My not, God. You would not
1: know yeah. at all. My dad actually, when I was like, we're going to go see it, and then I think the trailer came on, he was like, "Do they? what did they do? <laughs> yeah. How did they do that?
0: <laughs> it's incredible.
1: Yeah. like It's just... I will say Colson was a little bit weird to look at, mainly because that man has never really aged, and so they tried to kind of smooth everything, and it didn't quite work for me, but... Samuel Jackson was amazing.
0: Uh, the special effects in this, all the visuals and stuff, were quite a treat.
1: Yes, the one thing, so and it was powerful. always going to be not great, is the cat. Um, it's very much a CGI cat, but yes. at the same time, I guess you can add some lore to it that it's not technically a cat, and so it's trying it to mimic look a bit being a cat. And yeah, yeah. but um, I wasn't a big fan of that. I thought it looked a bit gross, and even the tentacles. It, I mean. I don't know how you make that look good, but it was just a little bit, very much, I mean, here's the thing, this whole film feels very 90s, and just Mm -hmm. the idea of a cat with tentacles felt like a Men in Black film, so I guess that can kind of pass off as being part of, tonally, of the film.
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, That was just like a fun little thing. You could see it coming from a mile away that, like, this cat isn't a cat. They basically say it, but no one believes the scrolls that are saying, that's not a cat. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so you know something's coming and it's yeah. quite funny when it does especially <laughs> just Samuel L. Jackson's reactions to it. Yeah. <laughs> um he's just not quite sure what to do and yeah, yeah that that comes across very very well. It's hilarious. Oh, yes. Um, That's
1: I mean I I yeah. I, I want to just stay with Samuel Jackson just for just a sec. Yeah, cuz it's his movie. As much as I love yeah. Captain Marvel, it is it is it is Fury the movie cuz we get so much information about how he used to function in the greater world of S.H.I.E.L.D. It's that a how double low origin he was. story. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. incredible. Um, like, I mean, this is jumping to my bad points, and I'd rather stay in the good points, but I'll use a little bit of it. It kind of felt like what I imagined the Disney Plus shows will be, wherein this could have been the season finale of The Fury Show, um, where you introduce a brand new character that's then going to have their own show. So this is like the season finale of Fury, where it wraps up his story, leading into being the director of S.H.I.E.L.D., and it also introduces you Captain Marvel, who then has a TV series starting next fall. Um, mm-hmm. That's kind of what it felt like, which, good and bad, for me it really felt like a TV show at times, for some sure. reason it just felt very, because as we said, it's very relaxed, Um, yep. and, and nothing ever feels, there's nothing at stake, even right at the end when Ronan shows up you're like, nah, we're fine. Uh, yeah. Which which a lot of TV shows can often feel like. So for me, yeah, it felt very TV, which is fine.
0: But one thing we were wrong about in all of this, which uh, you mentioned to me in in quite a funny way, was the fact that Marvel didn't appear to be anywhere in this film, and yeah. that she wouldn't they be were. getting her powers from Marvel. Yeah, and Marvel was in there. Uh, they did a a sneaky little gender twist. Yep. on this marvel is not a man but a woman um and is not the marvel that we know in the comics well no besides being a totally different gender mm-hmm. um she wasn't a a superhero previous to captain marvel no um she's just she's a cree a undercover um with cree technology wanting to make a whole bunch of stuff to stop wars yeah. to be the end of wars mm-hmm. um and So basically part of the Kree technology explodes, um, and that energy goes into uh, Carol Danvers, Captain Marvel, and that gives her her powers. Uh, The Kree discover her, then put this thing on her that seems to uh, diminish her powers to a, Mm. a much smaller point so that she doesn't realize how powerful she is.
1: I liked that, I mean, I I think it's one of those audience Mm -hmm. twists that we work out far sooner than the character does. Mm. That they tell her that that thing is giving her her powers. um, And then, obviously, it's doing the opposite. It's holding them back. Um, Which, yeah, I I thought, yeah, I liked the twist on on her origin story. And as I said to you, they only ever show her dad, who is in a very similar role to what we read if you read The Life of Captain Marvel, where he mm. kind of pushes her down and is like, you're wrong, stop doing these things. Yeah. Um, which then could easily set up the idea that her mother is a Kree, and that this explosion just established her powers. Yeah. So I, I do hope they do that. I don't like right place, right time superheroes. Like mm. I just I, It works for the Incredible Hulk, because he did that you know, he he forced that event to happen and it's yep. his own fault kind of stuff, but I don't like the idea that, you know, she blew up an engine and it gave her powers. Bit, yeah, bit rough. So I hope yep. that they do introduce the idea that her mum's a creep, but at the same time, because they have left it open, it's something that fans can just assume. Yeah. 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 But I did I did like all the little twists to lore. One twist that I, I'm intrigued to know your thoughts on, um, and it leads us into one of our favourite characters in the film, mm-hmm. is... The scrolls. How did you feel about how they've made them kind of the good guys in all this?
0: That was interesting. Mm. I wasn't expecting that at all. Uh, No. Like, yeah, I I don't think I was because in in the comics there are scrolls that are Mm. good. They're fine. Um, But and and there are obviously the scrolls that are bad that are trying to take over planets and stuff. Maybe that's still happening, and maybe the scrolls that we're introduced to here just aren't, yeah, aren't the bad guys they're, Well, I'd say um, in
1: the twenty years that she's searching, I'm hoping that the sequel to Captain Marvel explores that—that that we get, you know, she finds a home for them, and then that home gets attacked by scrolls that are like, "What you doing, being nice?" And then that kind of gives you yeah. the the real scrolls that the, the, the British scrolls. too, yeah,
0: <laughs> um, yeah, absolutely. So. It's yeah, I, it's... I, I I liked it. Especially yeah. the character, Ben Mendo Mendelson. <laughs> oh um, buddy. Jon Rog j- just such a no, funny yes. dude. Not not Jon Rogg. No,
1: that's old mate, Jude. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's the one. Uh Talams. Um, that's the one. Yeah. He Yeah, he was just fantastic. Um when before you find out that they're good, he just seems like one of those sort of bumbling Full mm. villains who's like, yep. he's so relaxed, but stuff just, like, he's just able to pull off bad stuff. It's, yep. um, it's, uh, uh, I... Claw.
1: Yeah, totally. It's yeah, Claw. Yeah, yeah. Claw
0: is just so relaxed, um, and so funny making jokes and stuff like that, mm-hmm. but he ends up actually, he is a bad guy.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: This one, you, you see that same sort of humor to the villain, and you're like, you're just a relaxed villain that's like, yeah, I'm mm. doing bad stuff, but you know, I'm just, I'm doing bad stuff. Who cares? Yeah. Um, but yeah, they, they sort of twisted it on its head and it's like, no, he's just relaxed because he's actually a good guy. Yeah. But he's just fighting for his people.
1: Yeah. Mm. I think it'd be interesting to see it again because the scene where he arrives in, uh, in Carol's friend's house yes. is when you watch it for the first time, so sinister, like, yeah. You're like, oh god, someone, he's about to kill her friend or something. Mm-hmm. And then he takes a sip from the drink and you're like, hmm, that's. Like, I know Marvel likes to undercut things with humor, but yeah. that's quite on the nose. And then yeah. he notices the flurken. he notices the cat and he's like, whoa, what are you doing? I'm like, oh, okay, okay, no, maybe, maybe he's good. And yeah. then, of course, the following scene is him like, yeah, no, so I'm, um, uh, we need to find my family. Yeah, so yeah. that's why I'm kind of here. And you're like, holy crap. Like, in the space of a minute, you managed to, like, flip everything that I was thinking on its head. Yeah. And it was such a very clever scene. Yep.
0: Yeah. And, like, in all the rumours, you know that Jon Rog and, and that yeah. other group, especially if you know the comics, um, yeah. which I don't know that group very well from the comic books, mm-hmm. but a lot of the videos and stuff that you see, everyone's like, those are the bad guys. Um, yeah. Like, she starts off being with the bad guys. Obviously, they're going to turn bad later. So I was aware that that was coming. But I thought there was just going to be almost two groups of bad guys. Mm. It's going to be the Skrulls, and she's trying to protect Earth from the Skrulls, but she's also being personally attacked by yon and, and mm. those group of uh, of mercenary people. But, I also
1: thought that yeah. the Skrulls were going to twist at the end, which I'm glad they didn't. Mm. I'm glad they just kept that through line. Like I was assuming that, you know... There was something on that base that all those scrolls were there, but he still needed to be a bad dude. But I'm glad that they kept it. That this is a a good faction of of the scrolls, and that there's actual, you know, I liked it it, because even though again it was kind of that kind of thin, fun villain of uh, similar to Claw, by giving him that group of good scrolls and an emotional connection, suddenly he became one of again one of Marvel's great villains that they got in this this third phase. Yeah. It's very fun. Uh, a villain that wasn't so great, I feel like, is Jude Law's yon Rog. It kind of just yeah. felt a little bit flat. Like, yeah, at bit. no point did he feel good. <laughs> at no point mm. was I like... Even if I didn't know the history, I wouldn't be like, yeah, no, he's a good guy. He just yeah. seems like a dick.
0: Yeah, absolutely. He's... You can just tell that there's, there's something off about a lot of those characters. Because mm. that group of bad guys, they are... Uh, Kree fanatics, as we got introduced to mm. that term in the Guardians of the Galaxy films. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm sort of thinking here, like there are Kree fanatics, but there's also good Kree. Mm. And similarly, I'm assuming that there's the Skrull fanatics. Yeah. The yeah. actual bad guys, mm-hmm. but there are also good Skrull.
1: Yeah. Um, which is a good do way so... to kind of parallel the two sides.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Because like every. Everyone in the world, like even in on our planet in real life, there are the good people in groups and there's the bad people mm, in groups mm-hmm. and there's people that are ruining it for everyone else. Um, yeah. like you have it in religion, you have it in inside companies. Um, it's everywhere. You can't, you can't avoid, there's some people ruining it for everyone else who are trying to do the right thing, mm. but other people have agendas that they're trying to push that, that wreck it. Um... So yeah, I, I feel like that could be a thing that they can definitely explore in the future. Yeah. Um, which will be very, very cool. I'm down mm.
1: for that. I'm down for more scrolls because I think they did a real good job um, playing with that. And, you know, there's no reason that in her Captain Marvel sequel she couldn't further explore the world of, of Hala and, and the Kree as well, because mm. that's still around. Um, it's, but I think, just saying with the idea of plot and twists and stuff, I liked that... Apart from kind of the shock collar thing, they didn't play dumb with really easy twists. Like, you know, when we get introduced, well, when Colson turns out to be a scroll, it's like, he's a scroll, there's the real Colson, that's what's happened. It's not, ooh, is he or isn't he? And then similarly, when we get introduced to Ben Mendelssohn, uh, Talos in a human form, we know that that's Ben Mendelssohn, we know that's the same voice. They don't play it dumb that that's not him. It's like, within the the five seconds that he's on screen, he's whispering to the other Skrull. I like that they didn't linger on any any easy twists and make us feel stupid for no reason. Yeah, Um, So I really like that.
0: And they they do enough, like, Skrull, is he, isn't he, and then they fix it very quickly. Yeah. uh, Enough for you to get the idea that by the end of the film, when you've got a whole bunch of Skrulls Mm. together and you've got, like, the bad guy team and whatever... That there is sort of those twists that come up,
1: yeah. Cause like, you've got yeah, like the escort of of Mendelssohn. Yes, the, yeah. yeah. So you've got um,
0: Samuel L. Jackson, Nick Fury holding out the cat, trying to get him to attack, but the cat clearly knows that mm. one of those isn't a bad guy, so he can't kill him.
1: Yeah, yeah. And he's like, Which oh, is oh, so pick, a, pick a side, man. And yeah, you're like, well,
0: what, yeah. What's what's the cat doing? Is this just a bit of Marvel humor? But then, yeah, yeah, yeah. Later, it's like, nope, he's a scroll, and he's yeah. actually a good guy. <laughs> And it's like ah, oh, that all makes sense. Why the cat wasn't doing the
1: thing? Totally. In that bit, I was like, screw Never. you, Marvel! Don't do the like. Oh, it only happens twice, and then it doesn't work. Yeah, yeah I liked that. It had a reason. It Was really good. Yeah. So good. Um, I, I will say something that also was really good was the little kid actor that is totally going to become Miss Mar- Marvel. Um, great. Not quite as good as little Lang from the Ant Man movies, mm. but you know, she was she was good fun.
0: Yeah. It was yeah. cute,
1: uh, and she also gave us one of the best scenes in the film, which was changing the colour of the Kree outfit.
0: Oh, man, fantastic. <laughs> Jeez.
1: Um, I like that they managed to sneak in the OG, the proper look for the Kree outfits. Mm, yeah. That was cool.
0: So good, and uh, yeah, that neon one. If that oh. isn't, If that isn't a figure or a pop or something mm. in the future... Like they're, come on guys, they're misusing it because that yep. neon suit is incredible. Please. So good. I will um, buy a
1: second Captain Marvel hot toy if they do that suit and it <laughs> lights up. Please,
0: so good. But yeah, that's it's also a very heartwarming section because she's mm. like, yeah, come do this. It's like, like be involved in in this all of this yeah. heroics and and stuff like that. It's what you would want celebrities to be doing with with children, like. That are looking up to those celebrities as heroes, Mm -hmm. like get involved, come hang out, let's do this. She's like, "Well, we're on the same team, aren't we?" Yeah. Pointing pointing to a shirt that has the sort of red, white, gold stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, And so the little girl somehow picks up this Cree technology within seconds (laughs) and is just able to.
1: Admittedly, the panel looks like Microsoft Paint. (laughs) (laughs) It like pops up and it's just like a spread of of different colors.
0: Yeah. Yeah, uh, so it's as good. easy
1: to work out as the anthem colour selection thing I'm sure mm, um, yes. but uh, another scene that I really liked in it was the, the fight scene um, when she's got a power back that's all set to just a girl I thought yes. it was like it was so cool and it was like the perfect blend of the realistic fights of like Winter Soldier and stuff but also kind of floppy people flying around of Guardians of the Galaxy it was yep. like this this uh, like watching it I was like okay this is where we're headed you know, people with incredible powers that can also fist fight. That can ah, and all set to a good track.
0: Oh yes, yeah, very good. the The soundtrack for this was fantastic. Mm. Um, got lots of uh, lots of good '90s music,
1: plus yes. just some uh, some straight up great scoring. Oh man, the the all the all the Huller score like the kind of, it was kind of like Ragnaroky with its kind of its synth-y beats. Ah, oh, mm. that was some good stuff. Yeah, I I would like to just point out one of my few, as I've said, kind of lack of pace is one of the big things in this film that I felt the first act, whilst it was visually really cool, was kind of sloppy until they got to the Star Force mission, which was when I was like, okay, all right, now I'm in when there this kind of who's who big misty fog stuff. That was a great that was when the movie kind of started when you had, you know, when she walks onto the ship. And there's all that com- camaraderie and comedy between the guys. It's kind of a Draxy guy. Yeah, yeah Doesn't yeah. laugh and laughs. All that was great, but I just felt the little fight that she has with Jude Law is a bit dumb. And there was this beautiful city that they show, but they sit on a train and kind of never show it. Um, and it yeah, just felt okay. felt yeah. a, bit, a bit rubbish in terms of how they wanted to build up this world. And then to never really go back to it. Um, it just felt a bit average until the Star Force mission. And then. Uh, the point that I'll, that I peed in, if you would like to know, is when she's like, alright, let's go meet up with my friend that I don't actually know. I was like, she's just gonna meet the friend and they're gonna be like, oh wow, oh no. And I'm like, it, I, I went, I'm gonna pee. And I came back and they were still like, oh wow, oh no. And I was like, okay. It, it just kind of dips every now and then. But overall fine. It's just, in terms of pacing, I think that's what kind of sets it a little bit low. And also, uh, character wise, I think that Ronan and Coulson really were there pretty superficially. Like, yep. were, there's not... Ronan uh, did not need to be there. They literally have, like, six other accusers that look identical to, to him and mm. do the same thing. Um, I don't like that he was there, because they didn't really make him more interesting. Uh, and Coulson... The the only character-building moment in the f- whole film for him was when he's on the staircase, and that's the moment you're like, yes, that's, that's their partnership, it just formed right there. Yeah. Um, so that was great, but I, I wish there was more for him to do in this movie. Yeah,
0: fair enough. I will say, I think it was around that time that you said you went and peed. Mm. About ten people in my cinema got up at the same time <laughs> and left. And I would—I just looked at uh, my mate, who I saw it with, we were just like, yeah. what just happened? <laughs> it's like, all of them knew, yeah, nothing's going to happen for a bit, so That's let's go pee. Like, That's funny. What? It's so bizarre. Like, I expect... I expect you to get up because you have to. Yeah. That's just, that's just you. You peel it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's like 10 people. What? I'm going to watch that next time. I, when I, when I say it this weekend, I'm going to see. That's so funny.
0: Uh, one last thing that I will say that I was like, I thought was very, very adorable from, uh, Brie Larson was, um, the fight where she's escaping. So after the, the Star Force mission and her hands are bound, um, and she's trying to break out of the spaceship, and she's she's fighting all those people. There's quite a lot of humor and stuff in that, mm. but there's one where a Cree <laughs> screams at her, and then she <laughs> screams back. Mm-hmm. She's like ah oh, ah, oh, like just screams back
1: in his face. Like <laughs> oh, that's
0: so cute. It's so that whole good. scene.
1: She's got no shoes on. She's just running around fighting <laughs> without shoes on. It's so good. Oh man, yeah, I love that sequence, and, and I like and yeah. that one it kind of is the pin- pinnacle of Marvel, where it's like, they just did a massive story exposition dump, with some great comedy from Mendelssohn. and then she goes into a fight that's full of humour, and then she starts getting sucked out of the thing, and then she gets forced to land on Earth. It's like, the movie existed for, like, for five minutes. That was like that one issue of Life of Captain Marvel, where they just throw everything at you. And I'm yeah. like, accept it! Just take it! Just take it! Take yeah. all this story! Take all this humour! Um... Yeah, th- I think that sequence is probably my favorite sequence in the film. Yeah, but absolutely. I'm finding more and more now that
0: I I want and I really really enjoy these movies and TV shows and stuff just being like, here's a thing, just accept it. Don't worry mm. about it. Let's yep. let's move on. It happened a whole bunch in Umbrella Academy. Mm-hmm. Like there's so much random stuff that happens in that and some of it's explained, but sometimes like just a funny thing will happen or whatever and you're like, okay, I guess that that's a thing in that universe. Like that can happen, <laughs> and it it doesn't matter. It's just Good. totally fine, and I love it.
1: More of that. Uh, and something that just to top, just to finish us off. Uh, and if you can't already tell, we really enjoyed this film. Mm. Uh, we get two credit scenes. Uh, the first one is Endgame. Yes, uh, which I it was a little bit predictable, but I the more I think about it, the more I think that. The arrival of her will be less important in terms of it being a reveal. I feel mm-hmm. like this this the scene we got, which was uh, the beeper being turned off, and our remaining Avengers looking at it, going, "Oh poo, what do we do now?" Um, and then her arriving. I feel like we'll get her seeing the beeper because this is twenty years of history with her that we don't know. The her should then just show up without something, something to give us context to where she's been. It'll be a bit weird. So I'm hoping that, you know, there's a little bit just before this, maybe, because the, uh, the scene opens with a kind of pullout of the beeper, maybe it, it, just before that, it is her looking at the beeper in exactly the same position, and like, card cuts back into the Avengers facility,
0: and yep. that's
1: kind of the, the build-up. Because I just, I just hope that her reveal in that scene is not uh, something that should be shocking in the next film, because yeah. that's gone. That shock value is to zero now. Yeah.
0: I agree. It definitely looks like it's just ripped straight out of Endgame. But, yeah, I I am sort of expecting, like, maybe a little bit more between between scenes here. Yeah. Um, or at least some context before or context after. It's
1: also important to note that Cap's beard is still there, which really implies this is, like, beginning of film territory. Because all yes. we've seen is shaven Cap. So, yep. the fact he's still got his uh, Infinity War be- beard means we're really hot in the tails. And also, Pager batteries don't last, like, you know... Very long, so probably, you know, it's uh it's just died because it's been like five days afterwards or something. Yeah. But the other scene, um, which is something we didn't even talk about, is the fact that the Tesseract is in this film. Um,
0: yes. Yeah, that was the thing I was going to say that links a lot of yes. these to the other Marvel uh, cinematic movies. Yes. Um, It's just the... Yeah, there's this Kree technology that's powered by something, and it turns out it's the
1: Tesseract. Mm-hmm. Um, Which has spawned about eight people messaging me going, but what? I don't understand time. And I'm (laughs) like, fair enough. It is a very confusing thing. So for people who are in that boat, basically the Tesseract gets lost with Cap, but in about the early 70s, uh, late 70s, um, Howard Stark, along with S.H.I.E.L.D., in their early days, find the Tesseract. They don't find Cap, and Howard looks after the Tesseract. Uh, It's used you know, uh, in part to create that new element that uh, Tony works out in Iron Man 2. Mm-hmm. So then it's passed on to Marvel to do whatever that she did. So that's how that worked. And then, obviously, the Tesseract has remained with S.H.I.E.L.D. until Avengers, when it gets presented to Mr. Thor-Man. It's like, what do you want to do with this, boy? So mm. that's, in terms of the timeline, that's how it works. Because um, a lot of people were like, but if they have the Tesseract, then how did they not find Cap? It's one of those dumb things in movies that for some reason... The tesseract got thrown very far away, and they couldn't find Cap. Whatever, yeah, there you go. Look,
0: it's fine. Um, like for the most part, there is still a lot of consistency in this film. Um, yes, that's Kevin Feige's job. That's why he's there. Yes, to keep everything consistent. Um, but yeah, that's that's a, a good uh, story catch-up for that. Um, yes, but yes, the the final final scene. Um, well, during the movie, the tesseract gets eaten by the cat. By Goose, um, mm-hmm. and then these this final final shot is Goose throwing it back up on <laughs> uh, on Fury's desk.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. it's kind of it's kind of on par with the Ant Man. Oh, actually, no, the Ant Man scene at least is somewhat of a story beat. The Ant Man and a Wasp, Ant drama. Yeah, this yeah. one just kind of felt. Um, I don't know. I just felt like something else could have been there, but it's fine. It'll do the job. Yeah, it's just like I didn't need that.
0: Yeah, as soon as it shows up, you're like, all right. But one thing that I was really 100% hoping for that would have added to this is it throws up the Tesseract and then the two guys that it ate on the ship. Yeah. So then Fury would have come back in and there would have been just these two dead
1: guys. And he and could have then had his his another desk. hard cut of Mother Foot. Yes. Yep. Like, that's what he could have had. That would have been great. Although he did get to say Mother Flurkin in this film, which was very funny. He did, yes. <laughs> that was very Very good. good. But yeah, I, I was just hoping that it would throw mm. up
0: something else which was like the two other people that it ate. But
1: yeah, it just kind of I don't know, it's a it's a fine scene, but it's it's kinda like it's 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 actually you know what? Captain America said it best, you know, you just have to wait for things sometimes. Sometimes yeah, it, that's you'll it. be like, Why did I wait for this? Yes. Yeah. Um, it's one of those scenes. And it's it's what they
0: it's what they seem to do now as well. They always mm. show like a cool like the the mid credits is always something interesting leading into a future film, mm-hmm. and then the end part is always, what? It's very true. <laughs> it's like, Actually, it's very true. Yeah, it's it's always just this tiny, tiny thing mm. just to, to make you laugh right at the end.
1: That's it. Apart from Black Panther, yeah, that's very true, because Thor had... Thanos arriving, but then Grandmaster arriving back on Sakaar. I guess Black Panther had to really be Mr. Special because it has to get its best uh, best movie award. So what well, it. it can break the trend. Good care. Um, but this movie didn't break the trend, but it was still fun, and you should totally go see it if for some reason you're at the end of this podcast.
0: Yeah, that's pretty much it. Have you been doing anything else? Well,
1: just working a lot. Um, I, I caught up with uh, picking up like a month and a bit's worth of comics, so I'm going through those at the moment, nice. uh, and that. Brand new Spidey run that I really liked is now taking a bit more of a turn into that, like, annoying big arc world of Spider-Man. Okay. We've got Craven is back, and he's made a hunting world, and he's caught enemies, and he's putting them in this hunting world for hunters to hunt, and it's just... Not only is it going to take up the next six issues, but they're also releasing an additional issue... Uh, every month it's like 16.1 and 17.1. That is all part of this arc. So There's like 12 Christ. issues that are devoted to this thing and nothing else Spider-Man-related is happening. And I'm not looking forward to that because I was enjoying kind of Villain of the Week sort of stuff that the issues were doing. So we'll see how it goes. I don't like the look of it, but that's what I'm currently reading at the moment. What about you? I,
0: I want to get on to the third series of um, Umbrella Academy. Mm-hmm. I, the, the comics are out. I think... The sixth issue is probably out by now as well, so I've got to go pick that up. I'll probably do that either straight after this or tomorrow. Um, And, yeah, I haven't bought comics in quite a while. Uh, Mm. But, yeah, I've been playing... uh, I've been playing RuneScape. (laughs) I know. It's so good, damn it. Ah, it's addictive. Um, But, yeah, Anthem, haven't been able to play. I am going to get onto... uh, What did I say before? Far Cry New Dawn? Going to jump on board onto that, uh, which will be super fun, hopefully. And Finding Paradise, the sequel to one of my favorite games of all time, To the Moon, is currently on sale uh, on Steam. So if it's still on sale by the time this goes out, go grab that because the first one was amazing. and made me cry, and I don't know if I'm emotionally prepared <laughs> for the second one yet. And if anyone... uh if anyone missed it, uh, Will was on a live stream for Good Game Spawn Point playing Keep Talking Nobody Explodes with host Gem. so is that still on the YouTube channel? Do they... Yeah, it's,
1: a, it's archived now, so if you want to check it out on YouTube, yeah. it's youtube.com something. I tried to look up what you could say, but I can't work it out, it's that like slash channel slash... Yeah, so, right. yeah. Sort but uh, just type in the words... Yeah, just type in the letters GGSP and you'll get there.
0: Very good. Um... But for our links, uh, you can find us on Facebook and YouTube at, uh, youtube.com slash it's to their own and, at Patreon. Um, if you would like to help us out with a few more things, hopefully we're going to be getting on to uh, making more video content for the YouTube channel, um, very soon, still just yes. getting my head around being sick and getting your head around having so many jobs and so many things <laughs> happening, but you're wrapping up a couple of those yeah. at the moment as we speak. Um... But, yeah, if you if you can and are able to help us out uh, without hindering your financial situation, um, please, that would be very, very much appreciated, and you can come hang out in our uh, Discord. But the link for that is patreon.com slash each to their own. Um, and, yeah, we'll, we'll get on to much more content soon. I have so many things I want to make and so many games I want to play <laughs> for it. But you're sick! Um, I'm losing track, but... So many coughs have been removed from this podcast and the previous one, because I'm just coughing non-stop, and it's killing me. Mm. I feel 100% fine, I don't even know why I am sick, because I feel fine, but I just cough all the time.
1: It sucks. You're walking and you're fine. Uh, Yes, we'll be back with some cool (laughs) stuff very soon, but uh, one thing that we'll always be back on is here on the Spotify, eventually on YouTube once I get around to uh, uploading all these podcasts over there. But uh, yeah, come on back around Wednesday, Thursday, uh, and you'll hear us again. But until then, Will is out, and Sheep is out.
0: Goodbye, everybody. Love you. Goodbye. Bye-bye. Go see Captain Marvel. Go see Captain Marvel.